Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. We're on. Welcome back oh, to that. the Osteo Connection. Oh, you're not ready? No, I'm ready now. All right. Welcome back to the Osteo Connection. <laughs> We're keeping that. <laughs> I'll be your host, Jason Turnbull. Glad to be here with my comrades, Kevin Longbrain, Dr. Sean Landry. Can Thank you. Can we say comrades? Yeah, sure. Why sure. Right. People are still amazing, right? That's true. Yeah. Right. I have no uh, qualms with it. No. Peaceful resolution. So it should be should be people talking peace. Yeah. yeah. So boys? Yeah. What's going on? Just living the life. You guys are just killing that eight mindful minutes today at lunch. Mm, Thanks. Yes. Yeah. yes we solo were. again. You. Oh, you're, just, you're healing. Mind you, now, now you know what it Mind feels you, like. I'm not here for practice lately, so I guess that balances it out. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I don't know about balance, but it's, <laughs> we you're support. catching up. No, we you're, support each other. Yeah. We do. We support each we other. We do, but with rising <laughs> in <Yes>. between. <laughs> I feel like there incredible is. guilt when you miss anything, for yes. sure. Yes. There's definitely a little bit of that. Like Sean's coming up on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here Friday. So That's it. Apparently so. Fridays aren't important. <laughs> <laughs> no, taking off early. Nice. Yes. As you should. As I should. Yeah, it's going to feel good. Creating some good memories. <clears throat> right on. The broskies are excited, that's for sure. I'm sure. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Have you been on a plane before? Yeah. Yeah, but not forever. Not, for not since yeah, yeah. mm. pre-pandemic. Since what? Oh, yeah. Right. Since, yeah. That. BC. <laughs> BC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we were brainstorming earlier today about, you know, if we had a chance to start our practice life over again, what would we do differently? Oh. Carpentry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. not even I mean, in the industry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking part. Oh, no, we're but... staying in. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're doing in your retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. God, you make an amazing box. Those like four, those little wooden boxes <laughs> yeah. there. You've been amazing. doing that since shop class, right? In high school? That I didn't like it with back the birdhouse, then. right? No. I mean, no. Oh, you didn't do the birdhouse? We did a box thing, though. I do remember oh, The box, that. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember why well, you're still doing them. Hmm. That's why you're so good at them. Mm, Rectangular, yeah. square. <laughs> Although on that note, I did make a box for the shower that I'm doing in the basement mm. bathroom. Like a box on the wall, a yeah. recessed box? Yeah. A recessed box. The more we look at it, it's uh, agonizing because mm. you got to calculate all the tile. Yes. It's like, yeah, maybe we're not going to have a box. I think they're good on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll just keep get a little rack, you know? There you go. Yes, the racks work too. No, no, we'll see. Well, I'm pretty sure we can figure it out. Nice. So yes, on that note. Reminiscing. Reminiscing about what we could would maybe do starting over. So yeah, so the three we decided we'll call it the three C's you must, must do when getting started. Mm-hmm. So if we were to look back, what would we do differently? Three C's. I like it. So number one what C. What are the three C's? One of the three C's are core values, Ooh. communication skills, and community. But before jumping the gun, in we'll that order, in that order or nothing. Yeah. Or not at all. <laughs> okay. So core values. Yeah. 
Sean, I'll throw it over to you because oh, you missed out earlier today. Yes, you missed, on the, you missed out on the warm-up sets. The so, uh, I can what do you think when we say core values and why is that so important for someone who's just getting started? <clears throat> so core values is very, again, looking back, we said something we forgot to do. We didn't know, we didn't actually, I mean, some, you always have these guiding principles, I think, that are leading, but the most important, I guess, um, concept here is taking the time to actually uh, plan and look at these values. So wh who are you as a practitioner? Um, how do you want your practice to look? And these core values are guiding principles that will help you uh, along your journey. So they're very important to outline and, uh, and use. <laughs> they're, they're good to outline and use uh, as a guiding, as a, as a map, as a compass. Right. Um, I'll give you an example of the core values here of vitality. Right. We have um, find the root cause. Right. Which is very, you know, it kind of piggybacks off the osteopathic principles, but find the root cause. Um, inspire. Right. We like to hold ourselves to. Um, a, we like to hold ourselves to a higher. Uh, a kind of, I guess a, a higher purpose in the sense that we want to help we want to educate we want to inspire people to be better um and that's one of our that's another one of our guiding principles our core values and the last one is exceed expectations right so we 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 like to put ourselves in the um the shoes of our clients of our patients and and really um meet and exceed the expectations they have when coming to a healthcare practitioner and these core values they provide a framework uh that then our practice builds upon but they are guiding principles. And, and we've said this in a few podcasts before, but um, your yes has no value until you learn to say no. So we had, uh, you know, the other concept we had was, you know, if you're saying yes to something, what are you saying no to? So you can lead yourself in two different directions and you can um, kind of bleed yourself thin, but until you learn to actually respect your core values, uh, you can say no to things which will lead you towards your goal, or you can say yes to things, which will lead you towards your goal. But the core values are that, are that, um, what's that? Guiding light. Guiding light. What's the, what, the guiding light? That's a good song by uh, Mumford and Sons, right? Or that, it is. what's the, 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 the <laughs> I always lighthouse? Think, lighthouse. There we go. That lighthouse that leads you, <clears throat> leads you home. Mm. Okay. So, I Kev, like what do you think about that? About the core values? Yeah. Yeah, I think, like you said, I think in the beginning, if we go back to what the podcast is about, uh, what would we do different? I think a lot of them we had in place because we just, we were, you know, we had the same kind of alignment in terms of uh, personal values and, and what we want to do with the practice and everything else too. Uh, I think as you, you know, to bring it into what I, what I do different, I, we would have highlighted them more to uh, also grow the team uh, and be, and not waste time sometimes like we did in the beginning with people that didn't meet those core values. Exactly. Cause we were kind of aligning the hiring process with uh, other things as opposed to making it such that it should have been the alignment of the core values primarily. Yeah, they're uh, not like us, but it's going to work out anyway. Yeah. Great. Maybe we can coach them. No, you, you don't want to waste time with that. You really okay. do want to align yourself. Like you said, with the guiding principles of, uh, what these core values are. That's a good point actually. Yeah. So yeah. not just for yourself, but for others. Right? They start with yourself, but you got to build them out. And then if you want to attract similar people to your team, then you've got to share that with them. Yeah. It's not up to them to know. Right? Okay. You have to share them with it. That's why we talk about in our team meetings. We yes. commonly go over core values and 
and and share that with them and, and it's, it's a nice reminder to have right to say don't forget like we've all been in those places where we're not treated the way we want to be treated and mm-hmm. that can't happen right that's mm-hmm. there's no excuse for that to happen so i think core values sorry i don't know if you're done when i enter yeah no it was just it, it was yeah, it's, it's an easy point. way to see if uh, someone sure. doesn't fit your to, team right absolutely and it's not something i just want to briefly say like take your time to build your core values. It's not something you do in an afternoon session. We took the time to really think about it. We went back to the drawing board. You know, we meet every month just to see, right? Yeah. And then finally took us maybe three, four months to say, I think these are the three ones that really stick out to us. I choose three or four maybe as far as the, the core values for, for your practice, even if you're a solo practitioner, but then review it. Review every it. every you know couple times a year or once a year, sit down and say, is this yeah. still what resonates yeah. with me? Is this still what I want to give off to my community? It also is a uh, huge uh, help in building your clientele, the, in attracting the clientele you want. Because you know people that don't resonate with those values won't come. So the more you are true to them, yeah. the more the the people you have in your community will actually. Uh, be in in uh, in alignment with those core values. So it goes both ways. One, the people you're hiring to help with this process. Two, the people that you're going to actually bring in uh, or or um, have in within the clinic as patients are uh, equally important to have the ones that are in alignment with the way you guys or the way we think, the way we want to practice, the what we want to contribute. So if someone's not open to that, which is totally fine, it's just maybe they're not our place isn't really the place they want to come to you know so what you're what you're saying is that they are actually very they're more valuable than we actually think right totally. they on yeah. multiple levels right so yeah. like you say your self-guiding principles the team members that you're bringing on the practice right that you're about to create right and the the people that you're gonna attract into your practice wow yeah. exactly so they're very important for sure that's why we deemed it one thing the three one of the first c you must do yeah, exactly which generally leads us into number two. Yes. Which would be communication skills. Mm. So Kev, I'll throw this one to you. Why do you think communication skills is so important for someone getting started? What What do you? Mm. We didn't. We obviously we did some stuff as we started our practice. But why do you? Why do you think this is so important for people getting started? As a fellow mumbler, why do you think communication? Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That makes me think of a story <laughs> driving to my in-laws on the weekend for my wife's birthday, right? And uh, I'm saying things to her in the car. And the radio's on, but barely on, you know? And I can always tell, like, she, she can't hear me because she, <laughs> she kind of makes that face, like, looking at me like, what? Are you talking to me? <laughs> so anyways, yes, mumbling. Mumbling is definitely one of my qualities. Mm. Uh, communication skills, why are these important? Well, number one, I think they play a huge role in... Uh, the uh, healing process of the patient. Mm. So obviously for you to be able to have those skills to uh, to relay w- what you're doing, uh, where are we going with it, how is it going to work out for them, and why did they end up in this place in the first place, and how are we going to get out of it, is, is a huge skill to have to um, not only uh, reassure the patient about uh, them making the right decision to come in and see you, but also uh, the solidifying the process afterwards in uh, allowing their healing process to happen more readily than it would if, uh, if things were left open-ended where they, they don't have the answers maybe that they need to uh, when they're coming in, right? So like we've said in so many podcasts, people come in with specific questions they want answered. So if you don't have those skills to answer them mm. uh, before they even ask them, which you should always know, it's pretty basic. 
They want to know why did they get what they got, what can they do to prevent it, and how are they going to get out of the, the problem they're in right away. So um, I think the communication skills are so huge for that. Obviously, too, with a team, um, communication skills, just like anything within a family, uh, within a marriage, within everything, um, is so key to uh, making the process that much more effective, that much more successful mm. is to have these skills in place for sure. Yeah. Well said. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, communication is on so many fronts. I think it's, Sean, we mentioned that briefly during the, the eight mindful minutes, it's, <clears throat> it starts with just, you know, listening to them when they come into your office, right? It's matching, matching their energy, listening to mm. them and meeting them at their level. And like you said, we call it the chameleon effect and how you, the ability to get along with anyone that comes in to see you at any age and any gender or whatever it may be and making that connection. And then you can be, you know, understanding that they're learning stuff. So communication is not always verbal, right? So it's talking about their, how, how do they learn? Are they, are they someone who's more auditory? Then you have to match that. Are they visual? Can you use prompts to show them, show them diagrams, show them the models of, so they better understand what's going on with their body, the better they understand. Because people are, always want to learn about their body. Even if they don't say they do initially, they become fascinated with learning about, you know, their body and the, the interrelationships. And that's something we're great at explaining as osteopaths. So sharing that with them. Or maybe they're kinesthetic. They need to see, they need to feel things and, and see how that feels. So I think that's a big part of communication. Um, I also just think for outcomes, right? It's, it's obvious. Exceeding expectations involves, it, you know, putting them... Uh, in the driver's seat, like empowering them, educating them, that all comes through communication as well. So the ability to, you know, as a lay person, explain what's going on with their body, uh, what you can do to help them get through that situation and, and talk them through a treatment plan and is just so much better for their outcome. The more that you can share and, and educate, um, like we've always said, the best communicators have the best practices. And, mm -hmm. you know, the therapists that have joined our team over the last 15 years, the ones that always got filled the first were not the ones that took the latest technique course. They're the ones that were able to make a connection and communicate the best with the, with the client that's yep. in front of them. Okay. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to agree totally with everything you guys said. And I'm going to segue into our third C because you said it, you said it best. The best communicators have the best practices. So the third C is taking those communication skills and taking them outside of your clinic. So we have a bunch of, even in our MBO program, we have a bunch of frameworks for communication, right? To, to, ease the process that you understand all these things, right? We talked about the chameleon, chameleon effect, the four questions you might answer. That's within the clinic. Yep. But now you got to take those communication skills and you got to bring them outside into your community, which is the third C. Um, so for me, community is, um, is connection, right? We talk about locally, right? Meeting your neighbors. Now, whether that's the, you know, the patrons uh, in local businesses, whether that's the owner of the owners of the local businesses or the, um, the, the people that work in the local businesses, it's getting out and meeting your neighbors and it's doing it consistently. There's another C for you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and just being, uh, you know, using those communication skills that you're going to practice and develop within your your practice, but also like being open to meeting people, being excited to meet people, being interested in people. And that comes again, we've said this because of the profession you've chosen, right? You're, you're engaging, you're empathetic, you're, you're excited, you're, um, and then you can do that strategically. You can base that off of your core values and get out and say, okay, what are the things that reflect me as a practitioner or me, 
my, my practice and who are the ones I'd like to align with? Who would I like to go out and meet and, and just introduce myself? It doesn't take much. It's not like you, you, you can do it without even wanting anything in return, but out of the goodness of your heart to just meet uh, people and the currency exchange that takes place is huge when you just, when you just are interested in other people. Um, and you'll see a direct reflection in, uh, in over time of possibly referrals coming back your way because they'll know that you're the person that can, uh, do this or do that when you engage and you talk to people. Right. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I, I, I don't think it's hard because no. it's what we love well, hopefully what you love to do. If you don't, then you're probably in the wrong field. But the 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 fact of being able to talk to people about, you know, potentially what's uh, troubling them, what's hindering their, their progress, what's why are they feeling a certain way, what what why do they have pain and giving some insight on that and, and some direction uh, is such a fun process, you know, like so to be able to do that in, in your uh, community, especially us like here around the clinic is so much fun because, you know, everyone gets to know you and then it becomes a fun exchange that, uh, that you get to have. So, uh, people definitely have to use that to their advantage. It's the, one of the best ways to create, uh, not only a waiting list practice, but, a a, a fulfilling practice. Yeah. 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 It's a great neighborhood feel Yeah, when you've, you know, we're lucky that we you know, are in a small little say village within the, within the city. But everyone has that. Whether you're a rural setting or an urban setting, we can all find our little microclimate within each one, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key. It's just it's 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 fun and it's rewarding when you get to see people and you're you're being genuine. You're just there to help. And it's being you know, if the more you're out and you support your local business, and I think I said this before, my parents used to always tell me I grew up in a small town that if you don't support local, it's no longer local. So that's what we try to do here is go out and support the local businesses, give them your you know, your hard earned dollars for, for stuff instead of going to bigger box stores in the area. And I think that just goes a long way to, to establishing like a great rapport with your community. And it's nice then to, you know, walk when you're not in working hours and you're able to, to go out and, and see your, your environments and people recognize it's a nice warm kind of like, like family feeling when you're, when you're out and about like that. So couldn't, couldn't agree more. Community for me also is uh, just, as you're talking, Jay made me think of just whether it's the sp- boarding associations you're going to you're going to dive into and get involved so if you're you know jay you're an, as an as an avid golfer right that's a community within a community so there's subsets of communities it doesn't have to just be the local merchants and yeah. the neighbors right there's sporting associations there's different clubs um there are like i say the health practitioners that are in your local whatever area interest you have whatever interest there's you're... a community that supports it exactly so yeah. this you know do do a little homework do a little digging on uh, the google and whatnot or the facebook and uh, and look at these local communities chamber of commerce your library right all these things are great ways mm-hmm. of finding communities within communities right yep. right under your nose most likely yeah. awesome so that's it the three c's to getting you know to getting fuller faster hopefully right so core values communication skills and community yeah if we were to do it all over again those that's those are the areas we'd focus on and before you know it you'd have a waiting list practice waiting list practice awesome awesome guys so next week or if you want to get in touch with osteomentorship.com 
right? We will be uh, pretty soon launching our second, uh, the second edition of our MBO program. So you can check that out. Um, again, osteomentorship.com, all the information nations there might even be enrolling students at this point. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, we look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions, let us know what you, you, you guys would focus on. If you're starting out, if you're starting out, what are you focusing on? Let us know in the comments below, um, you know, rate, share, and like this podcast wherever you're if you're listening on uh, itunes or spotify or if you're watching us on youtube yeah like subscribe click those bell notifications and we will see you next week take care everybody Bye, Peace. thanks for checking out this episode we hope you learned something or not and if you haven't already subscribe here to the osteo connection wherever you're listening and hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>